0: what's up everybody this episode of the bold take is brought to you by our man boz executive transportation listen if you guys need uh, a classy ride just if you're on twitter right now just type at jacks boz and look at his header photo and you can see the vehicles that he will he will ride you around in um you know do you want to show up to like the wedding um, or the airport when you're meeting somebody or like, you know, some big business meeting, you want to show up in like the the Nissan Sentra that you're going to get on Lyft? Or do you want to show up in one of, you know, I'm referring to the header picture now, one of those rides? Because if you want to show up in one of those rides, you got to give our man Boz a call at 904-887-0763. Or just hit that DM button on the top right, right there that you're looking at right now. And hit him up at Jaxboz on Twitter, J-A-X-B-O-Z, Boz Executive Transportation. Hit our man up. Let's go. Please enjoy this sampling of our loyal listeners' thoughts on Sunday evening after watching the Jaguars go down to the Colts. What's up, guys? Did anyone really think that Foles is going to do better than what he did today? He literally did all the things that he does in Philly. Throws in a double coverage a lot, except now he doesn't have Alshon. Freezes in the pocket, except now he doesn't have uh, two great offensive tackles. Um, Tries to rely on a run game, except now his running back is Leonard Fournette, who can't run out of the shotgun. He he did literally everything that you should have expected him to do, but the results were different because the team's different. He's only going to be good in an ideal, perfect situation. He's a backup for a reason. He's lost his job, what, five times now as a starting quarterback for a reason. He never should have been paid this money. We should go back to Minshew just to develop him further because the season's over. It, it's... I I don't understand how anyone could have seen this gone any differently.
1: When you have a literal God on the bench, why would you start the man who worships him?
2: Fire Doug Marone, trade Nick Foles, start Minshew, and hire Mike Leach. Let's fucking ride, baby!
0: watching monday night football and they brought up the playoff graphic afc playoff graphic and the jaguars at four and six are still in the hunt two uh, games out of
2: first
1: place baby we got this it's
0: yeah. all right I'll, hey
1: listen we got to come with the positivity uh, here on the pod right like you yeah. it, it's not over speak it, it into, is,
0: existence. Speak tony it into Buscelli, existence tony Baselli. tony Baselli was laying it out today that all they have to do is beat tennessee which they've already done right Yep. And then you're at five and six. I mean you could be one game back at that point. I mean the division is still out there. It's up for grabs.
2: It's like do we have enough tokens or enough tickets to get our prize?
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. we don't we don't have like an eight and one, nine and one team in our division, so
1: I mean it's yeah, it's it's just it's out there for the take. <laughs>
2: Yo, that shit's over. We are. It's It's over.
1: (laughs) Stick a fork in them, baby. It's It's done. Over, dude. You're fucking done. It's it's over. Hey, for the first time ever, though, in all seriousness, and the first time ever in the history of the pod, we now can say that the season is over. Yep. And and it's just it's done. Right. It's a feeling. It's kind of new. Like. Like it's it's new because we've never had it here on the pod, but it's not new to us as fans, right? Yeah, it's right. almost
0: like it's almost like putting on those like like when the winter comes and the cold weather come, comes around, and you f- you find those slippers out of the back of the closet that you haven't worn all summer, and you put them back on, and they just feel right.
1: Yeah, warming
0: up oh, your okay. little toesies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is,
1: look look at you getting deep with this analogy. We're there. <laughs> I like this. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got, we got the slippers on. Right? I, mean, I mean, we got the yeah, slippers Putting our on. slippers right back on, baby. Yep, and they, and they still fit, and they feel like they feel like just some really nice old slippers. They're like,
0: I, I miss I miss these old slippers. I, you
1: know, like, hey, but they're well-worn, though, because they're 36 and 86. Just in yeah. Sean Conn's I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows that.
0: I got them for Christmas in uh, 2008, and I've been wearing the same ones every winter ever since. Yeah, yeah dude you gotta go and
2: my way of like putting my slippers on was i like legitimately looked at draft boards today like
0: who, yeah. who are these <laughs> fucking kids that
2: are gonna you know the jaguar they're gonna i can't wait dude day after the day after the draft ends the jaguars are gonna have a top five class again we're gonna be all over espn for the 14th oh, yeah. year in a row and then we by the time it actually gets to football making we got like some guy we're paying a bajillion dollars to play quarterback he looks like some guy off the back of a turnip truck and well you know you, you i would say you pay for what you get but clearly you don't so it's just you can know we put put can your slippers clear- on
1: i feel like we're i feel like Dylan just, Dilla just ended the podcast. like you literally you went down the list you're like okay uh this is fucking script this sucks <laughs> This 2020 is done. Is done. Uh, in my last season. I gotta mention I gotta no, he's like, I gotta mention the draft. Okay, mention the draft. Mentioned how that's like the Jaguars Super Bowl check. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well podcast is done, guys. So
0: we'll see y'all in 2021. Like the, season. the London yeah. Jaguars. Yeah,
1: stick a fork at him. Well, let's let's get no, into really no, Let's though. get into
0: first Dillard. You know, let's let's kind of discuss your your boy Nick Foles over there. Um can you can you please oh. Oh, can right you please me. um, can you please defend how you made this decision that you were gonna support this this mediocre piece of shit yeah, I mean first off,
2: um oh my gosh, initially it was well, he did win a super Bowl, like Minshew's probably gonna kind of hit that that wall and kind of cap out for the year, so you know it's not really gonna hurt, I don't think to go back to the veteran because at worst you're going to get what Minshew was giving us, like 500 ball. You know, I I think a lot of people thought that. A lot of people were in the middle in terms of like, yeah, if they play Foles, so be it. If they play Minshew, so be it. There's obviously the, like, extremes on both sides. I was just having a good time mostly. I did want – I did prefer to see Foles play. But I already feel, if you think about last year when – Bortles was just playing really, really terrible, and everyone kind of started, you know, I want to watch Cody Kessler play. I want to watch Cody Kessler play. Nick Foles is an $80 million Cody Kessler. After one game, I'm like, no, put the other guy back in. I've seen enough. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Um, yep, it's good. Listen, I just had a see. And I saw it, and I'm good. good. <laughs> and
0: and now it's kind of like, like when, like, the the ugly kind of – like girl that you weren't really that interested to wants to show you her tits, you know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, I'll, I want to see them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she shows them to, and you're like, okay, I'm all good. I never need to see that again. That's funny. I that's relatable,
2: but. A lot of people are coming at me as like, ha, ah, you motherfucker!" Someone even was like, "Gotcha, yelling, dude. Like, oh dumbass <laughs> stupid and, i mean i I watched the game with you, Solly, and Nubs was there. J b was there like I was cracking up. It's calling him a jackass from like the second quarter on it's yeah, I'm dude. just here to have a good
0: time, but I mean, I don't think people can <laughs> tell from our feeds. Yeah. Or our podcast that we like to make jokes and uh, <laughs> we like to have a little bit of fun with, um, you know, pretty much anything that we're doing. No, hundred uh, percent serious all the oh, time. Really? Yeah. So. Oh. Oh. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is. It, it was. It was a lot. It's it's Cody Kessler ish all over again. Obviously, Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Cody Kessler, but the situation to me feels similar. Like you kind of want to see what you got all right, I've seen what we got. Like, let's just go back and do what we need to do. And in this case, it's not even like, well, shit, we'll just put Bortles back in there and it is what it is. Like, at least it's a young guy who's showing promise who, even if he doesn't win another game, going forward, it's all positive experiences. So,
0: I got I got a bone to pick with you real quick. Okay, pick it. I need you to put some respect on Cody Kessler's name because he is 1-0 and all time against the Colts, which is something Nick Foles cannot say.
2: Ironically enough, though, <laughs> I believe that Nick Foles scored more points in this ass beating than Cody yeah, Kessler did. scored when he we did. won. So <laughs> he did after like the first, yeah. after the second drive. Basically. Yeah. So funny enough,
1: he, I mean, this whole conversation just makes me want to throw <laughs> this up. That's where the
2: Jaguars are, bro. We have to talk. We have to, to be, legitimately compare uh, uh, something to Cody Kessler in terms of being <laughs> relative to the 2019 Jaguars, and that's all you need to know
1: about this franchise. Yikes. It it really is, and and it man, can we talk? Yeah, about Yeah, let's something check else? in with let's. No, <laughs> no I'm just I, mean, like, no, like, I want to hear the thoughts yeah, of the number you know,
0: one, uh, or maybe the the only one I've ever seen, uh, Brad Meester fan account.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, listen. I'm on record. Uh, my Twitter for now until. Other, the end of times, foreseeable future. Yeah. I mean, basically for the foreseeable future, I mean, until I, uh, actually, you know, it's not even really up to me, <laughs> um, you know, it's just, just the when people. it happens, You're it happens. It may, it may revert back to Caps Twitter, but in the meantime, right now, it's just a Brad Meester appreciation, uh, account. And what I mean by that is really simple. I was sitting yesterday at a, a really upscale establishment in my house. It's okay. called Gingers. Um, <laughs> and I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not that rich. <laughs> um, and I'm at Gingers and, and, I'm, and I'm trying to think, you know, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. Uh, it's post game and, and uh, you know, having a few adult beverages after I'd already had a few during the game. And I'm like, you know, what about the Jaguars right now makes me happy? Um, and what do I like? What gives me positive vibes with the Jaguars? And I legitimately okay. There you go. You said adult beverages. Um, I had to do I, something. Okay. Well, good. Uh, I legitimately sat there and I said, and I have kind of started going through. I'm like, okay, so Nick Foles, no, definitely. Not Nick Foles. <laughs> um, Leonard Fournette, no, not really. He ran into more players than uh, you know yards that he had at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh nope, so like, I I can't really be excited about Lenny right he now. He has more fingers
0: than he had carries uh,
1: yesterday. Yeah, I uh, you know just yeah, can all we around, can um, we talk about that? Calling. Like, well, let's get what, to that in a what, second though. Hold we're on, we're listening to the Brad music. Meester fan account. Um, here. And so I just was going through. I'm going through. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, Minshew, no, I can't even be like kind of excited about him anymore because he's just sitting over there in his denim uh button down looking. You know, just know, as, as fuck, but he's okay. not. He's not. Yeah, he's not going to get in the game. So I'm like, all right, well, yeah, okay. So I uh, can't really do that. Okay. Uh, all pro wide receiver Chris Conley. No, it wasn't doing it for me yesterday. Um, legitimately, I got to like. There's like three players on the team that I'm. I'm happy about, and that just made me even more depressed <laughs> when I really thought about it. I'm like DJ Chark. Like seriously, going forward, I like DJ Chark. I'm excited about like this as far as I'm concerned, this season is about Josh Allen, hopefully obliterating like rookie pass rush records and, and like making it a no brainer that he's in the conversation for defensive rookie of the year. That's what's left. Uh Yawn. Uh, we we got to stay on the pay yawn, right? Stay on the pay. That makes me happy to see him playing well, making a great play. But even that, Made me a little less happy because I'm sitting there, and then you want to bang your head against the wall. and You're like, why aren't these dumb fucks yeah. paying this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, why haven't they paid him yet? Why aren't they paying him right now? So even then, even in excitement and, and, and jubilation, the Jaguars figure out a way. You to can never fully off. let um, yourself be totally happy. So listen, I, I I got to it, and I said, you know, I I don't want to jinx DJ Chark. I don't want to jinx Josh Allen and make this a you know an account that's dedicated to them. Who could I not jinx? Well, I can't jinx Brad Meester, Mister Freaking Jaguar, right? Like, because his his playing days are done, and so so here I am. And then that just made me – I used to feel that way about Bony Tasselli, and I now I'm like I'm not even going to acknowledge Bony Tasselli by his real name <laughs> because this guy
2: just has Welcome me so to frustrated. The quorum, bro. And, Give him the name you want him to, to yeah. hear.
1: <clears throat> that's right bony to and I, I hope that I, like that's what i want people to just start adding him on twitter when he's like just on his bullshit and be like okay bony to it's like okay boomer but we need to do it <laughs> like that so he's gonna be so fucking confused he's gonna be so fucking confused be like why is everyone calling me bony to and like so that is to me that's our silent protest um towards tony so anyway uh yeah shout out brad meester the only jaguar that ever uh, really mattered. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's you what guys think, I got and, a question uh, for you real
0: quick? Speaking of Boney to Sully, uh, do you yeah. think that he's like a little bit of a of a like he knows he's a troll, or do you think it's all just a hundred percent genuine?
2: Um, I think he enjoys getting a rise out of people, but I genuinely think he's stupid. So it's like they kind of go hand <laughs> in hand. Heard. So he doesn't know. What he's I, about I to think he's. Gold, getting the right. He's yeah. just like continually striking gold and
1: doesn't know what to do with it. He's
2: like, let's <laughs> just try this stuff.
1: <laughs> Over here trying to make silverware out of fucking gold. Yeah, I got you. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, Sally, I think he knows what he's doing to a degree, but I think most of what, like his shtick, if you want to even call it that, or I guess just most of what he is, is kind of your quintessential big shock. You know? The, yeah. yeah this, me, like the dude who, you know, stuffed people in trash cans. And <laughs> Stupid. like the way he won arguments is like, oh, I'll give you a <laughs> like, so that's I'm six, seven. That's, that's basically what we're at. And it sucks too in that regard because I, I want to be fired up about this dude's uh, potential Hall of Fame nod if that nope. ever comes and playing some big trip up there to celebrate and stuff. I mean, it's the first Jaguar that maybe you, would ever go in and uh, it just the way he's acted over the past year or so um just kind of towing the company line it's just really bugged me and and, yeah you know i got jokes and and whatnot about voting to sell except i'm not really joking but um uh yeah it's just it's rubbed me the wrong way man uh i think i understand having your employers back and kind of telling that company line to a degree, but uh, it gets harder and harder. I mean, I think he's, (laughs) well, he's, but he's missing the mark a little bit. Like I I really think so by talking to fans, the way he talks to them by publicly saying, you know, it's a business and, you know, the shot's going to do what he has to do because it's a business and he has to make money. And it's just for the guy who was out here, uh, you know, eight, nine, 10 years ago, beating the drum about save the whale and how it's people's civic obligation to buy tickets yeah. and businesses need to step up and all this stuff um you know it, it just it really lacks a lot of uh forethought and and in hindsight for that matter like i mean he's just he's not uh it's it's, it's really frustrating I, honestly it may frustrate me more that might be Frustrating me even more than the freaking play on the field, if that's even possible, because I feel like the play on the field is just so expected yeah. at this point <laughs> like 36 and 86. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Boney Toselli has, has officially lost me, uh, a- a- as a diehard supporter at the moment. So, sad. um, we'll see if, yeah, in terms of sad. losing it's me too, sad.
2: if we like bounce back to the foals thing, like I've seen enough. Dude, after the game, when he goes into his like insane with his press conference in the middle of the week, like we have a family at home and we like this, that and the other. There's like other parts of life than football. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your life besides football.
0: Yeah, that, that like, stuff is yeah. very wet blanket. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> why
2: are you telling me this?
0: Like, like, that's cool and all, and I yeah, I, I agree, I, but...
2: yeah, I do agree. But like, you just got your ass this beat, this, and all I care place about, time. yeah, all I care about is you telling me that it's gonna be better, and you're telling me like you love your wife and kids. Like, thanks, bro. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know,
1: man. It just, dog, he, I, I'm telling you, he. He he got one hand on the Lombardi trophy and he became fucking Aristotle. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? It's just... Like it, it's like yeah, it, oh it's it's so goddamn corny, man. And and you know what the, the shitty part is is Coughlin ate that shit up, you know? And and Coughlin's out here like and these guys are like, "Oh, that's the kind of leader we need." It's yeah. like listen, man. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. If you're throwing fucking wet farts out there, like he was, yeah. recently, no, I agree you know, <laughs> like period. It, it, because most of the young guys on that team who aren't, uh, you know, Uber religious um, and, and who don't have that, the benefit of that same kind of uh, perspective, worldview and perspective right now at their young age, the, that shit's in one ear yeah. and out the other now if the dude's out there dropping dimes and winning games and, and winning divisions then maybe you, it resonates a little bit with them. but uh, I tell you what man uh, there's I got a feeling there's going to be especially after the way Minshew played and the, and the way guys rallied around him in those games if if uh, if Foles comes out there and lays a couple more eggs guys real quick will be like okay Joel Osteen we got <laughs> you man you know like fucking um, yeah I think yeah. I think so no you're right though Diller because people like at a certain point it, 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 it's okay for him to say that yeah. in the locker room right as a leader and say guys get away from this shit right like I've been here before um, a lot of you have been here before those of you who haven't like all we can do is focus on the task at hand right we, we can't worry about what just happened we can't worry about three games from now right say all that shit in the locker room you know go home fuck your wives or your girlfriends or your mistresses you know wh- wh- whoever and you know get just get away from it a little bit the negativity is going to start to build say that shit but you don't say it publicly right. as a leader of the team right like oh there's other things that's not football. What you say in football Of course there's other things in football motherfucker you got 88 million dollars yeah. you know how many other things I'd be thinking about <laughs> other than football too 88 million other things that's what I'd be thinking yeah. about like yeah, it just, it just, especially to me, it's a little tone deaf too, because of kind of what like this fan base is going through right now, and what and, and what we're feeling, and just it's a it's a powder keg right now, ready to explode. You know what I mean? And and so to turn around and, and say shit like that is just, oh, man, it, it, ugh, ugh. tough.
0: speaking of eighty eight million dollars.
1: Yeah. The game plan has been under a lot of
0: criticism, uh, you know, the lack of of handing the ball off to to Fournette, um, you know, the kind of play calling from from offensive coordinator um, John Filippo. but you know, people are like, oh, why are they throwing so much? But it's like you paid the guy eighty eight million dollars, man. They put the ball in their eighty eight million dollar quarterback's hands, like what are you supposed to do when you pay that guy that type of money? I mean, you're well, paying I, him to, I mean, I think pro-
1: probably have Leonard Fournette run the ball more than like, yeah, twice. you would think in mean, or even just, just play
2: snaps. Like I'm all for Armstead getting touches, but like on the second, you know, and third, third down of the game, you got the backup dude in there when your other guy's showing you, he's probably better at it. Um, it just, I don't understand the game plan at all. And I think, falls through the ball as much as he did because we were down almost asap once but the team started scoring but it just they gave up on their own quick and we couldn't stop the run, and then that's just how you get your ass beat. Like, but just like, a, but like
0: a, the point I was trying to make is that's the eighty-eight million dollar <clears throat> guy that's supposed to be able to shoulder that load. You know, but what that, I'm saying? And we all saw what he did when when you gave it to him.
2: But that's not that. I don't think it was a game plan load. It was because we were getting our butt beat so bad. I load. mean, Marone Marone pretty much said it. it Man, was, Marone's like game lying to you. You you choose you to believe pay, him. You should
1: pay attention and not fucking sleep all day.
2: No, I don't listen to those dudes. All they do is lie.
1: yeah listen man that that's uh yeah the game plan was not to come out and throw the ball or whatever he did um it absolutely wasn't i think there's 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 a lot to the conversation with lenny because i i still am not like a full leonard fournette the running back believer huge leonard fournette the instagram account um (laughs) leonard even probably leonard fournette the person like huge fan uh He's one of the most frustrating football players I've I, I can remember in some time just because so much of it is there from a natural ability standpoint but I guess it's just a, I don't know if it's a feel thing or if it's upstairs like intelligence or you're just straight up vision and awareness but I've never seen somebody run into the back of people more than it's just He's frustrating to watch. So there are times where I'm sitting there and, and, and made by Tim is yelling, like, why is, you know, why is, why is rock in there? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause Fournette just ran the last one up fucking uh, uh, Brandon Norwell's ass, even though he could have just bounced it outside and gotten three or four yards. Like, and then when he bounces it outside or when they run a toss play, it's like the most predictable thing in the world. He's either going to lose a yard or he's going to get a yard. Like there's nothing ever more or less. Um, so he's just super frustrating. And, and it, when, when things aren't going well, um, you know, I, the interesting thing for me was hearing that he walked off the field pretty pissed off yesterday. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that, but before the final whistle was even blown, like he was walking off the field, Baselli said they almost could have gotten flagged for 12 men on the field for the last play. Cause he was already walking off the field taking his shoulder pads off his, his Jersey off. So I don't think Solly that was the game plan. Cause if that was the game plan, uh, he probably would have been a little less frustrated. Um, cause at least he would have known it was coming. He could have prepared himself. I think it was definitely something where he got done and the game got over and he was like, Holy shit. We just got waxed. And I didn't uh, get the play. I've got preacher <laughs> Joe. Yeah. I've got preacher Joe as my quarterback. <laughs> And I didn't get to play. Um, <laughs> you know. This sucks. And he
2: felt like the rest of us, yeah. and I don't blame him.
1: Yep. Um, so, it's it just it, – there's so many things that we could talk about coming out of that game. I mean, John DiFilippo being fired more or less from Minnesota because him and Mike Zimmer didn't get along and didn't agree uh, philosophy-wise on running the football and yada, yada, yada. And it come out yesterday. And uh then we could talk about too how all we've heard is what, you know, this offense was designed for Nick Foles. And <laughs> um, I guess this offense wasn't designed for Nick Foles uh when he's throwing a ball up off his back foot into triple coverage. Yeah, um, Eighty eight million dollar check down just, Chad Henney, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> Just straight up, straight up arm punted it like he was Blake Bortles on first down. Man. I was like, "What? Um, like
2: what? I, I don't understand at all."
1: <laughs> so, oh, man. I, it was one of those ones where he made a couple of plays, and like I and towards the beginning of the game, and, and and Tim would say something out of frustration. I'm like, "It's okay, it's all right," you know. Like I I I, I think I, I get what he was doing there. <laughs> he did that one, and Tim's like Tim's like yelling at the TV <laughs> at, at the bar. He's like, he's like. He threw it off his back foot. Like, he just, like, just leaned (laughs) back on his back foot and just fucking chucked it up there. He yelled, Jackpot. You didn't hear it? I looked at him 500, 500. Um, Yeah. And I looked at Tim and I'm like, yeah, I got nothing on this one. I don't (laughs) fucking know what the fuck that was. And like Foles is running off the field, looking at like like looking up at the up at the jumbotron, like what was it? It's like it's like, buddy, you don't need to look at that one. Like that's, I mean, that was just, uh, yeah. There's 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 no explaining that one. That's just, um, it was bad. And even uh, even more concerning
0: than that is we're starting to see a theme when it comes to the defense as well. Uh, going into this game. I'm sure everyone in the world thought the same thing. Like if we can just kind of slow down the running game and stop and stop Mac a little bit, we should be able to hold
1: them to like a winnable number of points where we could outscore them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Listen, the key, the key to beating them, Jacoby Brissett is not, he's not going to like throw for 300 on you. He's, he will hold onto the ball a little bit. He just won't lose. It's the perfect. Well, it's the perfect recipe. Okay. He will hold onto the ball a little bit. He tends to do that. And they have zero weapons right now, right? Nice. On paper, they, yeah, they had nothing. The tight ends. Maybe Eric Ebron. Yeah, tight um, But, but like zero guys that are, that should really scare us on the outside. So, with that in mind, stop the run. So, you, or what, what do you always hear? You got to stop the run so you earn the right to rush the passer, right? And that really, I, Went into that game yesterday and I said to my father I'm like, look, if we can stop the run, then I think we, you know, we win. We have a really good shot. If we don't stop the run, it's, you know, all bets are off. And they didn't stop the run, man. So you saw the frustrating part was maybe even I was frustrated they didn't stop the run. But like you said, that's kind of becoming a theme, especially without Marcel Darius. Um and even going back to like 2017 when we didn't have mm. him prior to him getting here, we were getting gashed at times on the ground. Turns, too. Out, that guy's, turns out that guy's
0: actually good.
2: At least our linebackers are solid. Um, mm. oh oh
1: well, God. strength we'll get to of those the team. Assholes in a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to those assholes in a second. But um, no, so it just not having the ability to stop the run didn't really allow the other guys, you know, Jan and Josh Allen and even oh God. my grandpa Calais. <laughs> um, Almost time to put them out to pasture, as much as it freaking uh, hurts me to say. But um, it didn't really allow them to, to to be able to get up on you know on the front foot and and, and get after the quarterback yeah. a little bit. Uh, and in the beginning of the game, the probably the most frustrating part—not even the stop in the run—because again, like I just said, I almost anticipated us not being able to, especially with their good offensive line, right? But the words to start the game—it's third and nine. We, we stop them. It's third and nine. And Wash calls off man, you know, like quarters freaking defense. And our guys all drop back like 10, 11, 12 yards. Yeah. I mean, the whole back, the whole back seven just drops back. And I forget who it was. It was Chester Rogers or Chester the molester, whoever the fuck it was, <laughs> comes, runs a, runs a little in route and gets the ball at like nine and a half yards. Boom, first down. And it's like everybody had dropped back. Like, what the fuck are you guys yeah. doing? There's nobody on that defense. Like, you get up in their grill, man. Like, there's nobody on that de- on that offense that you should be scared of at third and nine. If you don't get in, they they if you don't get it in to those weapons face, like, uh, whose, whose face are you going to get in? Like, I really believe that, like, that was a, a really subtle yeah. turning point. Because they didn't do much with their first couple of plays. And, you know, we came out kind of that- hot. And looking kind of good. And, and it just ugh, snowballed it did, And there. don't
2: forget, we gave up a third and 19 screen also.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was a little later on. And yeah. it's just
2: one of those that you, you get off the field early, you don't have to deal with this stupid shit of them just running the ball over and over and over and gashing you for 15 yep. yards a pop. Is
0: Todd is Todd well, his seat it, getting hot? I think,
2: I mean, I, if we're
1: being honest, I think everyone's seat's getting hot. Yeah. Yeah, every everyone's. I, I tweeted today because uh, jay Pond said, uh, or the artist now known as BCB Couch, um <laughs> John said earlier. He's like, you know, that he essentially thought Todd, or basically asking the question, you know, when is Todd Wash fired? Like they're gonna you they're know, gonna is, get is rid of first, him first. Yeah. Is he the well? Is he the first to go? Yeah. You know, something along those lines. And I, I just quote tweeted and I said, hey, these, you know. If I was a betting man, I'd say this. Everybody's going down together. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, they, everybody's going down with the ship. They should. Uh, I don't think Marone. I don't think. Well, I don't think Marone's gonna fire anybody before the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and I think that Marone, DiFilippo, Wash, Caldwell, Foles, all of them may may <laughs> this. They may all be on the hot seat. Like, uh, I think the whole ship's gonna go down, or none of them. Like, that. that's kind of my feeling right now.
0: Well, Um, I don't know if you guys want to discuss
1: this game anymore or not. I do have – Well, let's just talk about the linebackers real quick. Because let's be real here. This episode fucking sucks. Um, (laughs) And it sucks to talk about. And – A couple of people have probably driven off the road already if they're listening in their car. Well, we really could have just done a whole episode on Jag Bag because the people really brought that. (laughs) They did. We'll get to that in a minute. But (laughs) – Um, maybe we should just think about editing this whole thing and be like, (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Jack. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the hashtag Jack. No, but we like, I feel like we got to talk for like 30 seconds on the linebackers and, and just how bad they are, which really, honestly, I don't blame Najee, not good. Uh, I don't blame any of the other Joes that they're trotting out there. But Miles Jack is a fucking abomination, man. Yeah. Um, I, If he didn't play for us ever again after this season, I wouldn't miss him a single bit, man. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Like, I'm so tired of watching that dude have bad run fits, over-pursuing a play, missing a tackle. It, it Like, you can't have – he has to be the guy who's playing out of his mind when you got the two other dudes who are, you know, used car salesmen – Um. The rest of the time, when they're not playing linebacker for the Jaguars, yeah. uh, for for eight games, he's, like Miles Jack has to be playing. He's almost line. like he's, he's
0: almost like akin to the Leonard Fournette of the defense. It's like he has all this ability, and you see flashes of it, but then he's just out of position more often than not.
2: I think we should just put him yeah. at running back and try and
0: salvage his career, or we could just trade him, trade him off. Put Leonard, in, put Leonard, in, what, put Leonard. No, I'm saying put Leonard at oh, linebacker. Oh, oh, oh. And put, miles at running back and see how that see how that goes
2: i'm all for it let's see the rest of the season
1: <laughs> well uh, i mean if if the fact that uh, you know, having poor run fits and uh over pursuing if that tells us anything then uh yeah i don't know <laughs> I don't know how how Lenny's going to play at linebacker, and I don't know how uh, Miles Jack would play vision-wise uh, at running back. So um, I don't really like that plan. I'd rather just uh, find good players. I, I like that plan much better. Oh. Um, good well, players. That, I guess so. Fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know you're trying to keep Lenny. You're trying to hold on to him. But it's just been frustrating, man. And then when you think about it, too, they were so quick to pay him. Uh, and, and the more I think about it, though, I think, Miles' representation and Miles himself are probably like, oh, you know, I'm not that fucking... Yeah, uh, I need to sign These guys want to pay. Hey, bro, I should sign bro, first, Miles was You know, like it's candles. like the old... Like... He
2: was already setting up a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jaguars slapped <laughs> he him was, like
1: yeah. a fat old contract in front of him. He's like, all right, I guess I'll keep playing football. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I don't necessarily blame him. I mean, again, more power to him. But it's like Blake, you know, when they put the extension yeah, in front of him. Okay, you want to. I wanna guess. Yes. Guaranteed. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, well, guys, speaking so of, I don't speaking blame of him, money
0: and, and taking a bunch of money, I've got, I think I've kind of figured out how, maybe the only way possible that the Jaguars can be successful. Can you guys humor me for a bit? Let's hear it. All right. So this is, this is kind of inspired by our buddy Demetrius, right? Demetrius. Oh, man. You know, we've shouted out Demetrius a lot. Eventually, we're going to have him on this podcast. He knows it. We all know it. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> but you know how back in the day <laughs> – Just kidding, Demetrius. You know how back in the day Demetrius, when he was like in middle school or whatever, and he was on Twitter, and, you know, he could barely put together a coherent sentence – but his dream job was to become a blogger and basically write for Big Cat Country, which is something that he has now dedicated his entire life to and has achieved this goal, right? Right. Alfie mm-hmm. Alfie, unblocked him and hired him at, at Big Cat Country in real life. Right. So okay. if that's possible, one of us, or, you know, by us, I mean, you know, our – our Twitter friends, you know, Bold City Brigade people, people that are fans of the team that care about wins and losses. One of us just needs to really put our nose down to the grindstone, as Doug Marone would say, and just kind of dedicate our entire lives to becoming a billionaire so that we can buy the Jaguars from Rashad Khan (laughs) and run it how we see fit. I was with in the true spirit bit. of Demetrius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm getting the like the the, the true underdog story and, and, and Rudy, where that Rudy. From. Rudy. <laughs> uh, It's kind of the billionaire part that I'm struggling. Yeah, I with. I was good until we uh, got there.
0: Demetrius like, got cool. unblocked uh, by was. Alfie, though. He did. Think about
2: it, and not he, he got
0: paid. Unblocked yeah. and paid. I mean, think about it. Just just throwing it out there, you know. Yeah, we've got some smart yeah, uh, and innovative people,
1: you know. We we do. Um, now, by the time Sean Conn has moved multiple games to London, though, and the franchise is worth like five yeah, we got to We might have to get shoot um, for like
0: ten billion. <laughs> yeah, we.
1: Uh, I think we're. I think we're looking at somebody's got to marry into it. Yeah. Like, so this is this is our route. Or, is we've got to marry into it. Yeah. You you now yeah, you're all. I mean it. I don't think there's enough time to, like, accumulate that kind of Dillard wealth. Dillard is single. Um, he yeah. is. He is. He's ready to mingle. Get in the ladies, DM. Ladies, get in the l- DM. Listeners Dillard. to the pod. Yep. We'll get um, one of them Walmart, no, please. I, I, man, it, it really is. And, and I, I'm I'm interested to see what happens here because, I you know, I had a tweet today, 36 and 86 for Shad Khan as owner. Um, and, and I noticed somebody in a reply to that tweet, like the, like a little conversation happened between a few people. And one guy said, you know, nobody would even be pointing this out if he didn't throw the viability shit in our faces all the time. And that's the God's honest true. truth. Nope. Yep. Like I wouldn't be like, cause he's a pretty likable dude. When I went on with Brent, uh, Martino and Austin lane, uh, a couple of weeks ago, they, they said, you know, what do you really think about Shaq Khan with this and that? I'm like, look, all right don't necessarily have, I don't know Shah Khan personally. He may be a great guy. He may be a terrible human being. I don't know. I would more tend to lean towards him being a pretty solid dude from everything I've heard. And I can tell. Um, but you know, my qualms with him and my issues with him have very little to do with the person that he is or isn't. Uh, it even really has very little to do with like, I think he's put some effort and some money into this thing and he is trying in certain areas, but so, so again, I, when you couple all those things together, I wouldn't be banging this drum of like, Hey, let's all look at how bad Shad Khan has been as an owner record wise. Let's all look at the product that he's consistently putting out there. If he wasn't throwing it back in our face, right, if he wasn't poking um, it, and, right. I think that's an important distinction here. Cause all we're saying is, Hey, let's stand up and have, like, again, getting back to what we've said in the past, let's have that whole conversation. And I'm going to continue. Like, I'm not going to stop. Uh, talking about it until he comes forward and he kind of says like, "Yeah, you know what? We're fucking up. We got to put a better product on the field." I understand why nobody want to come watch us play. Yeah, um, and I'm going to keep doing it. And and if it keeps going the way it's going, I, I what I tweeted earlier said he'll he'll reach the hundred loss mark uh, next season at this rate. I, I mean, that's just in less than ten years, guys. Yikes. A hundred losses in less than ten Kraft years. Craft hasn't probably I mean, lost do that 100 games since I was born. Right? Yeah. You're not. Even, you're no bullshit. A hundred losses in less than ten years. That's hard to fucking do in this league. Yeah. Um. So, you know, just to depress people a little bit more. But uh, <laughs> you know, hey, the 100 loss club T-shirts are going to be fantastic. <laughs> let <me tell> you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, we should probably touch on real quick about. Um, the fact that Nick Foles came out and, uh, just played like a wet fart, uh, has, has really kind of, and the defense too, to be fair, and the defense as well, uh, has, has really just put a damper on Titans hate week. I mean, here we, right. I mean, here we are, we're playing the Titans. We, we all hate the fucking Titans. We finally beat, we got our tail between our legs in the year, right? We, We finally beat them earlier in the year. And we're going for the first time, and you know, since Dilla was uh, in diapers, we, we we maybe might beat them twice in a yeah. season. You know, sweep the season series from year. Like right. the and, and they're like the last team we're right. going to see right now. <laughs> and, and nobody nobody really believes that. Nobody nobody even wants to talk about how much we hate. Like that's how bad it is right now. That's how pissed off people are. Nobody wants to even talk about how much they hate the fucking. Which probably means Dude.
0: we probably means we
2: beat them, but. <laughs> It's just I'm not really looking forward to Derrick Henry gashing us Those when small. dude dude the, it looked like 18 year olds out there running against us. Those dudes were small. Yeah, yeah. And Marlon, and the Matt, fact that where's is Leon? Is,
1: is is Leon Jacobs dead?
2: Um, uh, he was hurt at one
1: point, but everyone's I cannot now, confirm. Say, so
0: cannot confirm nor do Who knows?
1: I kind of feel like he's like the one guy on the defense in the in the linebacker core that. Like, sort of stops the run. Um, he only plays in base, yeah, I know though. He... Well, we should have been in base the whole time against them. <laughs> They're fair. spreading it out, fair.
0: <laughs> Very fair.
1: Well, that's fine. Play them play with the, that personnel. <clears throat> Let them spread it out. I mean, if, if listen, if Chester Rogers is going to beat A.J. Boye all day long, <sighs> so then what are we that's even you doing? You got to take it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that I goes mean, back, especially when that they goes start back to your favorite
1: you. person. Todd Wash. Yeah. Todd Washington. Yeah, my favorite. Um, yep, Todd Washed.
0: Y'all ready to get into this Jag Bag? Jag yeah, Bag? Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Donna. The Jag, the jag <laughs> Bag also, uh, for all of you loyal listeners out there and also for the co-hosts here, uh, the Jag Bag has also picked up a sponsor. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Insert. Clap. Track. So the sponsor is actually a, an existing sponsor. He just wanted to... Um, you know, he really wanted to go all in, so he stepped up and sponsored the jag bag as well as the gauntlet, and that is um, our man Tony with A1 sliders. So enjoy this um, brought to you by
1: That's right, the Jag you get the bag and
2: fumble I get the bag and flip Straight <laughs> out the cash, and the with a it.
0: The jag bag is brought to you by our friends at A1 Sliders, your go-to guys for sliding glass door and window repair. If you live anywhere from New Smyrna Beach um, up through Jacksonville and the sliding glass door on your house performs about as bad as your football team, uh, you should probably give these guys a call um, at 386-538-6835. They will give you a free estimate. Um, You can also check out their website. It's a1sliders.com. If you give them a call, it sort of would be like if you could just take Lamar Jackson and put him on the Jaguars and, you know, kind of all the other issues just kind of take care of themselves. So if you got that annoying slider, give them a call, 386-538-6835 for a free estimate. Now to the Jag bag. So let's get into this Jag bag, my friends. First up, we have from at 07 underscore Clay. Uh, what song best describes the Jaguar season thus far, Dillard
1: uh, um before Dillard gets going, can I just can I just put something out there real quick into the universe? Yeah. Okay, um I vote as one third of the votes here on this pod. I vote that the Jaguars come out and play a game similar to the game they just played that the next episode is strictly Jagbag only. We don't even talk about the fucking game. <laughs> we don't talk about the draft. We don't talk about the season. We just do Jagbag. That's, that's my vote. And what you guys can think about it. We, you don't have to answer now. I'll have to consider it. Uh, I this. just wanted to put that out there. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there. Anyway, continue.
2: Um, the song that I would pick that would most uh, represent this Jaguars football season and every other Jaguars football season would be The Sound of Silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> That's it, baby. <laughs> you, you know no matter what, um, it's going
0: end to end in sadness.
1: Cap? Cap? So you got anything for this I one? I do,
0: actually. I wrote one down for this one. Okay. Um, mine would be amazing grace, how sweet the sound.
1: I might need a little context for this. Please explain. One. I, just, that your tones I just thought I just yeah.
0: thought it's kind of a you know, a faithful song and it's kind of a sad song and it's a little bit about um you know sorrow and loss. Dude, it's about finding mm. Jesus. Yeah, you know. That's happy.
1: <laughs> well, I mean we did find big foals and the locker is room is his ministry. So is it Dillard? You know, the locker room is his ministry. <laughs> Yeah, So yeah. I feel like there's a parallel there now that Sally brings it up. Um, Thank you. Oh, geez. I I, I don't know. Uh, what song? Um,
0: American Soldier is still available. It's still on board. No. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Next question. Next question. All right. Uh, next question is from our guy at Duds, D-U-D-Z underscore 904. Um, he says, is Shad seeing the Jaguars only as a business, actually, the worst thing to happen to this franchise for jags fans
1: I don't think that Shad like just to be fair here, um, I don't think that Shad sees it only as a business. I think it's really easy for us and that's why that's where I don't want my words to be construed in that way, right like I'm not accusing Shad Khan of not caring about winning um. I'm not accusing Shad Khan of not trying to win because I think Shot Khan is spending money. He's paid Calais Campbell. He's paid A.J. Boy. He just uh Dave Caldwell and Tom Coughlin convinced him to spend eighty eight million dollars on Nick Foles, right? Like so I, I don't I think it would be disingenuous and unfair of us to say that Shad Khan is treating it strictly like He's a not business. pulling a crocky My- quite yeah. I don't think he is yeah. at all, to be to be fair, and I also don't think that he's. I've seen people. Some people say that he's Daniel Snyder, and I don't no. think he's anywhere near that level either because he's not really meddling. Um, I just think he's a guy who doesn't know much about. He football. just hasn't he's seen the results. Lean, he's leaned on the wrong people at times, and yes, it, and he hasn't seen the results. My qualms aren't bec- aren't with Shah Khan because I don't think that he's it's not his uh,
0: intentions
1: right it, it, exactly it's not his intentions it, it's more of just his actions and his conversation and the narrative that he's helping to drive about uh the fans not wanting to support professional football here yeah. when in reality the fans want to they just want to actually see some professional football yeah Uh <laughs> you know keyword <laughs> keyword professional <laughs> like oh. Um, uh, so that that's so, but it is. I mean, he I does, think, he is
0: a business, a very successful businessman, and he does speak in terms of business a lot. So it is a fair view to have. But I I do agree with you. I don't think that he's. Well,
1: I don't think that I, he views I,
0: it strictly as a business
1: what the fuck, like, let's really think about it from Sean Con's angle. What the fuck is he going to talk about? He doesn't know what the difference between fucking cover two and cover three is, or, you know, I mean, he doesn't know, like, he's not a football man, um, and he can't point to anything there other than his own faults, right? So, what billionaire doesn't have an ego that's going to sit there and say, oh, well, yeah, you know, we've been fucking complete ass, guys, uh, on the field, so... Um, but hey, look over here, sponsorships are up, and uh, we got a dog park. Do you guys see the dog park? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fine dogs up there, yeah. like that's just that's that's not reality. Um, and so do I ever expect him to adopt my part of the narrative? No, uh, but I'm not going to stop talking about it j- just because as long as we're all talking about it, then at least that part is being heard. I don't ever expect Shah Khan to come out and say, We fucking suck. And, yeah. <laughs> you know like and, and and the fans shouldn't come to games as long as we suck. I don't expect expect them to say, it, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to uh um continue it's, talking it's about where it. So, fan voice. I don't know. Right, I don't want to I just I want to be clear here like uh, a lot of shotcon negativity um I, I don't think it's at that point. I don't think it's that bad in that direction. So yeah. there's definitely a lot worse owners out there of several NFL teams. Yeah, Because he is trying, yeah. and I think he, I, I really think he does want to win. You see it in his face when he's in the freaking uh, you know, the owner's suite, the luxury box. He's he's tuned into the game, like, he wants to win.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, so in that vein, uh, the next question, uh, our man at Jacks Gordo, um, shout out to Gordo, which team have the cons of mismanaged worse, the Jags or Fulham? <laughs> I, would, I
2: would say that it's the Jaguars are worse because by default when Fulham was relegated they were then eventually promoted and to be promoted they had to win the playoff and the Jaguars have yet to win a playoff so
0: it's pretty yeah. simple. How, how would you equate Dillard for people who aren't um, you know, super into English footy how would you equate winning that championship trophy and getting promotion to um, the Premier League? Like, how would you equate that in terms of you know, like an NFL team? Um, I don't really know if you
2: can, because remember, they didn't win the trophy. They they were placed in the playoff spots, and then right. they, won, okay, they won the playoffs. Yeah. So
0: gotcha. similar, like, it's, I guess it's like if, similar. If there was an, an equivalent of... for the Jags, would it be like kind of like winning a first rounder and then, and then taking an exit in no, the second there, round? No, there is no. Yeah, it, uh, I, know really not like a, I know there's it, not, like, I'm talking about in terms of impact. I know there's not a one-to-one comparison. We don't have relegation. I mean, in it, terms of impact to a franchise.
2: It impact it's through the roof because they got premier league money and but they
0: fucked it right back away so it sounded like it mattered today yeah i guess i'm talking about more from like a fan's perspective like how how does a fan view that that versus i don't think yeah, it's, you can't, there's I, no I, real to be,
1: to be fair you I guys are just unimaginative as fuck aren't you no it's not no <laughs> see here let's let's talk about this for a fucking second one of my pet peeves is when people want to fucking try and Take square peg from round hole in this sport, you know. Commentators and shit are gu- guilty of this all the time. Well, that was just like uh, uh, if so and so did this and, you know, had a bunt sig- single, uh, you know, had a bunt single and uh, <laughs> they made no shut the fuck up, okay? Like they're just, it's okay for things to be totally different. So, not telling you to shut the fuck up, but um, I'm telling you to shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding. I love you. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> So, um, no, but to answer the question, which one is he fucked up more or less? I don't even, what was the question? (laughs) Which one is he fucked up more or less? Which one is he mismanaged Um, worse? Uh, it's, you know, I I would have to say Fulham is magnified in a lot of ways because they had enjoyed so much premier league football Mm -hmm and even, you know, a decent amount of premier league success for a smaller, uh, kind of mid table club, Mm -hmm. um, prior to his, I mean, they saw one of their best stretches of, you know, eight to 10 years prior to him buying it. And they've completely fallen off that map since then. Um, even with the temporary, uh, promotion that they had a couple of years ago. So, that uh, there's a lot less room for error. You know, I've seen a lot of people make the the comparison of, well, I mean, just the mismanagement there. They've had eight different uh, coaches and seven different general managers in the his time there. And it's like, yeah, it is much more high pressure because of promotion relegation, yeah, right? Yeah, he has this parachute forever. He could lose every game every season. And he, the dude's there's the franchise is still printing money because it's one of 32 with the NFL um, right. with the NFL. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and so whereas if you're
0: relegated to the championship, you actually potentially, depending on how your squad is is arranged, you could be losing money that year. Definitely.
2: Absolutely. And not getting the Premier League
0: TV deal is like minus 200 million off rip. Right. It'd be like if you went from, it it almost like in monetary terms, it'd be like if you went from the NFL to like a D2, like nobody's watching those games type of of deal. Yeah, definitely. Like, and
2: it's not, you know what I mean? It's not even like that. You just can't watch them. Like, there's just not a, thing
0: you know right they're not as widely yeah and it's it's
2: crazy because in the united states you can watch so much easier than over there but that's beside the point it's just it's all wild weird
1: yeah it's 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 sad to see man i mean he's got two two franchises and and he can't seem to uh to really get it right I, i i i do have a little bit of a take there i i think uh, what they focused on in both places. And I I do have, you know, a little bit of inside knowledge, just knowing people who have been involved on both sides. Um, you know, I I think Shad came in with this vision of, Hey, these are good properties that I'm inheriting, you know, right. So assets that are not that I'm inheriting, but that I'm purchasing, um, you know, but how can I make them better? And it gets back to that conversation of Shad knows he's not a football guy. He's a business guy. He also likes nice things, right? So his way of doing that with both organizations was to come in and say, oh, we're going to invest here. We're going to invest there. We're going to change this. We're going to change that. We're going to change this for the better. Uh, We're going to have this. And ultimately, the fans don't give a fuck about really any of that. Like, Especially the fans of Fulham. I mean, Craven Cottage has just been pretty much the way that it's been. That's their their stadium over there um, for Fulham it's been the same way for like a hundred years. The one stand is but like literally a hundred years
0: old and the seats are like tiny. It's cool as fuck. Like it's a cool history. But
1: then, but Shad's coming in now and he's replacing the whole, you know, river, river stand there yeah. and, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and going in it's like, that's all great. And, you know, theoretically it's going to help them compete more because, you know, they can generate more revenue and so on and so forth. But, if you're not, fi- if you're never fixing the, the main product, right. all of the ancillary shit doesn't really matter much. Yeah. Um, and that's just been the part that that's the scary part of the parallels between the two organizations to me. Interesting.
0: Interesting. So, um, the next Jag bag. Jag bag. Remember, we're in the jag bag here. See, the people are coming. They're getting not only funny ones, but now we're getting like interesting ones that actually lead to interesting conversations. See, I'm telling you, man, the people brought it this week, bag. bro.
1: So maybe, maybe, maybe all we needed was to be out of playoff contention. <laughs> and people just <laughs> um, So uh, hashtag jag bag. hashtag jag bag. Uh,
0: our next jag bag is from our homie uh, DJ Delphonic, um, and he says, "Is Tavin back?" Spelled T-A-H-V-E-N. Tavin. is he
2: back? Tavin's so not back that his new nickname is Almost.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> almost. He almost makes a bunch of plays. I, I, now, hey, I now
2: see him around the football, where last year I didn't see him around the football. So maybe he's almost yeah. <laughs> ready to show up and play some football.
1: I, I feel like we had this conversation. Didn't I call him, like, neighborhood or something? Uh, like, earlier on in the season? Probably. Like, he's in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was like, he's in the neighborhood, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> so that, true. That's so, which is more than we can say for him. So listen, man. Maybe by like year four, when he's about to uh, enter free agency, no fifth year we'll option, some... pay him twenty million dollars. Oh, oh, true. Yeah, yeah, we gotta do that <laughs> anytime you can do that. You gotta. No, instead of that, you just
0: give him you just give him uh, a little bit less than that, but extend him for an extra year. That's what you should do. All
1: right. So his play or his missed play and not getting that fumble. Um, is one of the ones <laughs> with the benefit of hindsight that we're all like, motherfucker, just fall on the ball. Just fall he, on the He ball. almost
2: yeah. recovered the fumble.
1: <laughs> right. He almost said he was in the neighborhood of the fumble. <laughs> He was in the neighborhood. But at the same time, had he scooped it up and, you know, rumbled and bumbled for 10 more yards or even scored it somehow, we would all been like, oh, that was a great play. Bro, it's so Uh, funny that you
0: say that because we literally had that exact same conversation over here (laughs) when we were watching the game. Dillard was like, just fall on the fucking ball. And
1: he's like, well,
0: I would have done the same thing. And we were all like, yeah, me
1: too. (laughs) I would have tried to scoop that. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) again, it's one of those ones where, in hindsight, we're all like, what the fuck, man? What a a (laughs) potential for a game changer and momentum changer. And yeah, he would have got his Uh, fucking name back if he scores a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. Let's all see. This is his own fault. So we may have suffered momentarily due to his choice. To not fall on the football, but he's the one who ultimately has to continue to suffer because he still doesn't have his name from uh, one Eric Dillard. So <laughs> Rough. Um, Rough. You know. All right. What so, else we got? So
0: next up in the Jag bag from at JSG underscore the third. Why am I going to buy tickets and watch the Jags lose Sunday in Nashville? <laughs> Hopefully you're local. <laughs> that one. Uh, that one <laughs> speaks right to the heart of why we are even here tonight, doesn't it?
1: Well, I, I had a tweet earlier – or actually, it was yesterday after the game um, when I was just firing off some real quality content. <laughs> Gingers has that effect on me. Um, I am at the point now, and I feel like we've talked about this before amongst us, I have more fun at away games than I do at home games. Now, that I don't know this gentleman who uh, put in this question for the Jag bag, hashtag. So I don't know if he's. I don't know the context of how he's going. If he's, who who, whom he's going with. uh Um, Now, what I would tell you, sir, uh, if you're going by yourself, probably not going to be very much fun. Yeah, probably going to be very very terrible. Not a lot. If you're going with a crew of friends, yeah, not a lot of people going to NFL games by themselves. Hopefully. Oh, you'd be surprised. A lot of these away, these people who like live in in towns, you know, that are close to. Other NFL cities, when we go to play there, a good amount of them will scoop up a ticket themselves to go watch their Jags play. Or okay, even if he's not going by himself, if he's making his Raiders fan buddy go with him or whatever. Yeah, it's still gonna suck. It's the same thing. It's still thing, gonna yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta be with a crew of people. You gotta be with here. That's the rule. Okay? Hopefully, the rule his squad is-, is going with him. I have a great time at away games because it's all about the trip, right? I have more fun at away games because it's about the trip. It's about being with my, with my pals, um, being with my family even, and, you know, exploring a city. And then even on top of that, it's about kind of repping my team and saying, yeah, I'm a fucking Jaguar fan. They suck, but I I traveled here from Jacksonville and and kind of just almost throwing in the face of that narrative that we don't have fans and yada yada, yada. Counteracting like, Yeah, it. we're here yeah. right yeah counteracting yeah. it and, and and standing up to it so all of those things combine to really make me feel like i have more fun on away trips than i do home games man like a home game becomes almost like an obligation it feels like when the team is playing how they are and how they have been for the past decade the better part of the past decade it, because, and, I, and I tweeted about it. I said, like, I feel like when I'm leaving a home – or I'm at a home game, I'm, this time of year I'm going to be surrounded by away fans, you know, and it's not even cool away fans who traveled here for the game from, from the home city. It's the people from Callahan that are getting to watch their one NFL game every eight years and, <laughs> you know – and the buddies from Deltona that are coming up to to root on, their so-and-so. they're selling their Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, and it's like this, and then you, we end up playing like shit, and then you got to listen to the opposing fans talk shit in your own stadium, and then you're walking out, and they're still talking shit. And it's like it becomes just this like laborious thing that we're all spending money to <laughs> to, to, to partake do. in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's really how it ends up feeling this time of year with this kind of football. So, uh, Hey man, go enjoy it. So moral of the story is go enjoy it. I, my only advice to you is uh, if you're going alone or even just with one or two other people, maybe reconsider it or try and meet up with a bunch of other Jaguar fans that are as dumb as you to go to this game. So. <laughs> and, and holler, at, holler at cap.
0: If you need any Nashville recommendations, cause he's got the place unlocked. He's been a few times. He knows the spots.
1: I do stay out of the bathroom um, up above where like the little <laughs> like the homes are up there like where they got like the, like it looks like fucking. Lowe's. You walk in and they Back start playing the, the Rocky music and uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like a stay, little ring set of up. <laughs> Just be easy with that one. <laughs> that would be advice number one: stay out of those bathrooms, especially if you're alone. Um, so <laughs> but, yeah, okay.
0: Continuing with the um, you know how crazy are we for buying these tickets? Um, our man Boston Jag asks is continually renewing my season tickets from across the country good for viability or am i simply enabling shots (laughs) enabler you enabler. (laughs) save your money my guy i mean i would not be purchasing season tickets if i lived across the country myself um I don't think Shad is gonna
1: miss those couple hundred bucks. Can't have money personally. <laughs> now he, hey, Ian's got a little bit of That's money. What I'm saying. He, Can't he's have got, money. He, he got them fancy seats, so Shad might miss a few of those. But um, no, ultimately, hey, look, I, it, I'm not gonna go as far as you guys here and, and say like, don't do it. Save your money. I what I'll just say is like, I think it's we've got a lot of fans who are like Ian who live out of state that continue to have their season tickets. And while they're not living here and they're not maybe feeling it the same way that we do on a daily hourly basis. almost. Um, I think when, when, when shot and Mark Lamping and, and company, when they take these stands uh, against the, not against the fans specifically, but but kind of against the market and against the viability uh you know it's it's a spit in the face of these people too and so i just want to take a moment to say hey you know when we're frustrated i know there's so many other people out there like ian like joe um out there in uh fucking wherever you are in the midwest joe missouri or kansas one of those fucking states they're all the same to me um but, you know, and then, like, a couple other people I know up in the Carolinas that come for every game and have season tickets. There's just so many of them that I've met over the years. Um, they feel that same pain that we do. And and, and, it's, and it's kind of a slap in the face to them, too, because in a lot of ways it's easy for us to have season tickets. I right. Mean, to your guys' point. Uh, I fucking ride my bike really- to the game. <laughs> bro it takes a really special fan to say hey i might only make a few games a year because let's be real here it ain't like having packers tickets where you can throw them bitches up on StubHub. yeah you're taking you know, an, you're taking like, out i mean you're taking oh it, it is years. a bro it is a bad investment like, <laughs> yes let's, let's be real here like it's a bad investment for us but we're all kind of like eh, what else am i gonna do on a sunday i'll go hang with my pals yeah like they're like oh, damn, I can't go to this game, and I can't give the tickets away on StubHub. Um, So, you know, shout-out to all those people, dude. Like, you guys are are awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next one, we are going to take it a little silly direction. Our man, Pina Jack. Shout-out to Pina Jack. He he actually (laughs) had one. He had one a few weeks back that was, like, super elite, and we, we skipped it, and I really meant to get it. Um, but this one is pretty good, too. He says, what is the biggest body part you'd give up for a full season of football if it meant the Jags win the Super Bowl that year? So you have to give up a so body part for just the football
1: season. Just for a season? Yeah. Okay, but then I get it back. I, th- I believe so, yes. Hmm. Dilly, you got anything?
2: My pinky. That shit's not that serious.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, like losing a body party isn't that serious? No. Or us winning a Super Bowl yeah, isn't that serious? Yeah,
2: that shit's not that serious. I've been my whole life without yeah. winning one. I'm good.
1: Yeah, but you're... You get the oh, pinky you're back. A Bama, you're, a, you're a fucking Bama fan, number one. Number two, um, so you experience winning. Sally and I, not so much. I definitely um, would go bigger than a pinky, yeah, for sure.
2: Oh, okay. Your ring finger, big timer. <laughs> As
1: long as it's not on the left <laughs> hand, we don't want casket. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like you know this is a solid question, Jack, and 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 I, and I got lots of love for you, but I almost need a little bit more direction here because, like, if I can just pick a pinky finger like Dilla, why would I pick something bigger? You know what I mean? He like, said,
0: "Well, think of it this way: What's the biggest one you would park with?"
1: That's what he. What he said is, "What's the biggest one?" Right, but if I don't like. If there's no parameters, the biggest one is my uh, okay, uh, my the toenail on my <laughs> third from the left on my left foot. Like you know what I mean? Like no, so, so just, like so yeah. you
0: would give up that toenail, but would you give up
1: like a whole toe? Okay, that's what. See, this is where I needed the conversation to go. I needed yeah. you to take What's me the there. What's the biggest um, one that you would give up? Well, I wouldn't give up. Okay, I wouldn't give up my. Either my feet, because I'd want to walk. Yeah, and I'd want to be like it, it'd be pretty integral if I'm going to go to a Super Bowl and watch the Jaguars win. I would like to be able to fucking walk around. Yeah. How so, about how about arms? feet are out? How about arms or hands? Feet are out. Legs legs are out because I, again I I need to walk. um, uh, Arms and hands. I think I could get by for a whole football season without my left hand. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I think I would probably do that. I don't. I wouldn't want to miss a whole arm because that becomes di- like difficult. But if I just had a nub, um, shout out to Jeno. <laughs> if I just had a nub, I think I could do that. Yeah. So I would say maybe my left hand. You could even play in the Super um, Bowl with a nub. Honestly, you could. You could. Um, I would. I would probably say my left hand. So we had to work through that a little bit. We workshopped it. Um, <laughs> but I. I could. Be at the Super Bowl. So what's important at the Super Bowl, right? I mean, take some Apparently pictures. Apparently not high five. I got here. one. you doing a lot of typing at work?
0: you doing a lot of typing at work or mostly just calls? It's Bro, it's a fucking 100- Super Bowl season. I don't care. It's a Super Bowl <laughs> season. I'll hunt, I'll hunt, I'll hunt, I will
1: hunt and peck on that fucking keyboard like, <laughs> you, like, like nobody's business. Okay? Right. I'm committed to this shit. As long All as right. I got it back. Like, I mean, as long as I got it back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I would say, Jack, I would get, I would be willing to part with my left hand for the entire season for approximately um, six months or so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys are yep. crazy. I like it.
0: I dig it. I think I, I think I get rid of the left hand too. I'm, I'm with Cap. I would go bigger than just a pinky
1: for sure. Um, yeah. And Dilla, we're not crazy. Okay. Um, the thought of the Jaguars ever winning a Super Bowl now that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he laughed at his own joke there. That was good.
0: Uh, <laughs> next one is from our man at Josh underscore 904. He says, would you rather have Thanksgiving dinner prepared by Gene Fournette or Delaware
1: North? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go first and I'm going to say Gene Fournette because it's just for the simple reason of Gene Fournette Isn't uh he's going to serve me terrible fucking dinner, but he's not going to charge me. Like he's, he's not going to get me twice. You know what I mean? Like Delaware North is going to get me twice. They're going to charge the shit out of me for that terrible ass Thanksgiving dinner. Whereas Gene Fernet, he's just going to serve me a terrible ass, uh dinner. Not, you yeah. Out of the
2: goodness of his heart. I would pick Gene Fournette too, so that when I talk shit to him, he'd actually have to
1: respond, unlike on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would have a follow-up question for Josh904, and my follow-up question would be, do I have to eat the dinner with Gene Fournette? Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> that may be a deal-breaker for me. Like, if I have to actually spend the evening with gene Fernette and his inevitably weird family let's be real they gotta be weird um like that would be awkward and i would maybe just go ahead and bite the bullet and pay delaware north the like three thousand dollars or whatever <laughs> <pasta turkey>. <laughs> fucking dried dried turkey and canned cranberries and you know fucking box stuffing so, yeah bag mashed um, potatoes yeah exactly instant mash yeah um <laughs> yeah, so that's that's important there, Josh. That is important.
0: Um, okay. So keeping with the Thanksgiving theme, um our, our boy that guy Edub wants to know our top three Thanksgiving side dishes. I'll
1: let you guys take this one. You're bit You're way bigger Thanksgiving Oh, uh, than okay. I go okay. to
2: work on Thanksgiving. Shit sucks. <laughs> what, the the holiday yeah, does the, or going to work on it? Oh uh, the holiday's trash. The whole day is garbage. So you don't eat any food? I usually don't. I usually take a sandwich to work cuz no restaurants are open. Heard. Nobody's open on Thanksgiving? No, no, really. Everyone's closed, man. Gas stations. I feel like there's some restaurants that do
0: Thanksgiving. No, you got
2: you got to pre-pick everything up the day before.
0: Oh, okay. Um, this, is, this is fucking depressing. God damn. <laughs> this is going to be my eighth bro, Thanksgiving be... <laughs> without eating anything. So, okay.
1: But uh, well, first of all, let's let's take a step back here, folks. Dillard will be working at the Target at the <laughs> oh town center. God. So if you want to prepare him a plate and bring it up there, I think I, he would I, greatly appreciate I it. I think I might do um, that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sally, I'll be real with you here, okay? Um, I like Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, it's, you know, I, I don't really turn it down. Um, but I'm Italian, and I grew up, like, my favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner had very little to do <laughs> with what everybody else, like we'd always have the Turkey, there'd be the Turkey and there'd be the stuffing and there'd be all that stuff. But before you had that, you ate a fuck ton of pasta yeah, and like Italian dishes. Yeah. And that's the stuff that I actually like more than like traditional my, wife, stuff. Yeah, my wife. Yeah. My wife, like Melissa, she, you know, she loves all the traditional stuff. And I'm like, my, my brother and I actually now have kind of started a tradition and, and Prior to my dad passing, uh, we had done it with him, you know, a little bit as well. Like where earlier in the day before everybody sits down to eat dinner, we we fire up the pizza oven and we make some pizzas kind of as like an appetizer. And to me, that's my favorite part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. so I'm the wrong person. Dude, pizza and pasta too, so.
2: sounds dank. I would like go out of my way to get that.
1: It's funny you say
0: yeah. that because the past couple of years, we've actually done something similar. Like we'll have the traditional Thanksgiving on like the weekend because it works better for, we have some family that works on Thanksgiving like Dillard. So mm-hmm. the ones that don't, we'll get together and do like lasagna. We've done lasagna the past couple of years and we're planning on doing it again. And then Cass's mom makes um uh, pot roast uh but to answer edub's questions
1: yeah yeah go ahead sorry so we've totally let him down and i'm sure uh he doesn't actually not the real not the real (laughs) Tom coughlin on twitter will will be really upset because i know that he's a big rate your plate kind of guy
0: so uh yeah um my favorite side dishes i've always been uh big first of all anything with potatoes um mashed potatoes mama's mashed potatoes real real mashed potatoes are a1 um with with gravy of course and that would be brown gravy um number two is the baked macaroni and cheese uh the mother-in-law makes that that's fire and um number three is something that i've kind of just started to get into a little bit when i was a kid i was too picky uh, and that's the, is that marijuana? The gum wrapper that Dillard is playing with over there. It's not, not even me, so like, quit me.
2: Someone else. I'm laying in my bed. Fucking quit trying me. It's not me.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Uh Yeah. Feisty. So next one actually has uh, kind of comes off of the same similar type of vein. Uh, Cole, our boy Cole Fartley. Uh, the Colts dominated up front to the tune of 264 rushing yards on Sunday, their most in 15 years. Taking into account an obvious lack of defensive preparation and disciplined tackling, my question is this. If Tad Dickman was a Thanksgiving side dish, which
1: one would he be? Ooh. (laughs) oh, there's levels to this. There's levels. (laughs) Uh, Shout-out to Cole for uh, not letting go of his Minshew who is better than Foles stance, first and foremost. Um, If Tad Dickman was a – yeah, well, uh, sure as hell looks that way, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> if Tad Dickman were a Thanksgiving side, what would he be? Uh, listen, man, I'm I'm pretty Cranberry biased. Cranberry sauce out of the can. <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit! Oh, somebody needs oh, to give Dillard man. his
0: bottle and put him in
1: bed. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness! Oh my. Jeez. I actually think he would be a dessert. I think he would be the fantastic
1: cookies. Well, as
0: a side and the uh, dessert. No, I, I made it my own answer.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, hey, listen, you, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't answer It's question. my fucking it's jackpot, my answer. isn't it? <laughs> as a co-host of this esteemed podcast, you do have that right. So, yep. um far far be it from me to 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 try and take that right from you. I was just gonna say mashed potatoes and gravy, like because I Mashed potatoes and gravy is kind of figuratively and almost literally, it's like the glue that holds everything together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Tad Dickman is that. It's a good metaphor. You take Tad, Tad, thank you. You take Tad Dickman away from the Jacksonville Jaguars organization and um, who's going to be left to put out the dumpster fire, right? Like that's sort of how I feel about it. If you could only
2: eat sweet potatoes or baked potatoes for the rest of your life, which one would you pick?
1: Oh, it's easy. Baked potatoes. Baked potatoes. Yeah, uh, no sweet potatoes for me. Like are you talking about sweet potatoes? Like just straight like up? A a baked, like or... a, baked, yeah. a baked sweet potato? Like a baked a sweet potato? Or like the versatility of nope, just sweet a, a and... big sweet potato versus a baked big potato. Oh no. Yeah. Baked, <laughs> baked yeah. No, no, a, no. I'm a big baked, baked potato.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're you're what they call a twice baked potato.
2: Um, See the mash on the bottom and nice five
0: times baked potato.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long day. Okay, Uh, oh, yeah, all
0: day. uh, Team team Baker. Uh, uh, we got a couple more left. Okay, boys, we're almost there. We're almost there. We
1: got a a lot of good stuff. We got a lot of good stuff here still. Uh, uh,
0: cat, our boy Cass CD. You are Doug Marone, and you've just been fired by Con in the hallway outside the locker room. Where do you go for a depression drink after that, and what do you order? I go to Wild Bill's, and I order a mat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys don't know what a mat is, (laughs) you know those little rubber mats at the bar? It's all the leftovers (laughs) in that. And I'm hoping it puts me in my grave.
1: (laughs) Yikes. well, I like that answer. We all know, Cap. um, we all know Cap's answer. No, but I kind of think if I'm – like, I know what I would do, but if I'm Doug Marone and, and I'm worth – I don't know. How much do you think Doug Marone is worth? $20 million over all his years of coaching and what he's made? More, um, more than that. Yeah, well, I'm, I don't know. Just throwing a number some, out there, some, Sally. Somewhere around there. So – I don't know that I'm necessarily that depressed, right? I am kind of like yeah uh, guaranteed contracts. Uh, yeah. made a lot, you know, doing we pretty well over here beach. Life is I don't live in Buffalo anymore. Life is pretty good. Dude, right? like, he gets uh, off uh, to I mean, baloney,
2: bro. He's a total football guy. He's going to be sad as fuck when he gets fired. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, okay. so For a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. I don't think he's going to Wild Bills. I think he's got, again, the $20 million comes into play. And I think that if I am Doug Marone, I'm walking out, and I'm going to – where am I going? Um, I'm going to a fine establishment like Ginger's. Of course. Um, <laughs> uh, who who and... ever saw this? Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm probably ordering, uh, you know, an ice-cold Stella. And um, I'm – gonna buy a round of rocket bombs for everybody because i love america that's what i would do and i would put i would put toby keith american soldier on the uh, (laughs) on the jukebox hundred hundred dollars worth
2: of plays on repeat that's it that's it and i
1: would just i would walk around (laughs) gingers all night long with my dick hanging out of my pants that's all i would (laughs) would, uh just to flip this one on his head i would just go straight
0: home to my big ass nice house in my own bar i mean should i do that here in my little uh my own little humble abode, not having uh the 20 million that cap mentioned, but Take I think Doug home. is
1: like, we're all in agreement here. Doug is probably going and he is, he's not a whiskey guy. Like Doug is not a whiskey guy. No, He's drinking um, beer. Yeah. He's having yeah, a beer and it's yeah. probably not even a very great beer, but yep. um, him being a New York guy, he's, he's probably having like a, uh, like a labats or something, you know, like yeah. he's, he's going up there and, or uh, I could see him having a Narragansett or some shit like that. You yeah. know, Yeah, yeah, he's he's drinking some sort of piss
0: That's for sure.
1: You're, you know, you're right though. He's going home to his house. He's sitting at his big ass island. You know, rich people have those giant islands with expensive countertops, and he's sitting there. And his wife's probably going to make him a fucking fresh bologna sandwich, (laughs) and he's gonna fucking, (laughs) he's gonna say, you know, babe, give me a. You know, I do want a drink. Let me have a. He's going to say, let me get a Gansett. And she said, oh, okay. <laughs> he goes. And he probably fucking pours in this really old glass that he took from some fucking bar when he was in college and he's held on to all these years. Because that's like, <laughs> to me, that's, that's Doug Moreau. Like, that's what he's doing. So you're right. You're right. I changed my answer. I, like I would go to Ginger's, but Doug's going home.
0: Yeah. Um, And last but not least, our kinfolk made by Tim. Says, what is the ingredient that makes Ginger's Rocket Bombs so good? I feel like we have to.
1: It's America. Cap. (laughs) America. It's America. Yeah. It's fucking. Listen, there's just something special and unique not only about our great country, but also about uh, a dive bar in our great country. And Ginger's is is uh, one of the diviest of dive bars. And it's just when you have that rocket bomb, it it's like drinking America. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. That's that's the ingredient. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I I got a couple more here if if, if Diller's going to stay with us because I, I kind of feel like there's some other ones out there that we got to address, guys. Right. So I don't know, Diller. Are you okay for another few minutes? Let's run it. All right, <laughs> that, was, that was his way of saying That's it. Right. <laughs> He's like, I may fall asleep. I may <laughs> fall asleep. Hold on. Um, all right. Well, uh, we gave Made by Tim a little bit of love. We got to give Pat Drinks a little bit of love. Yeah. Okay? And Pat Drinks uh, stayed true to his name here. And he said, if the following QBs were an alcoholic beverage, what would they be? Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Nick Foles, and Gardner Minshew. Hashtag Jagbag. Um, huh. And our guy, our, our guy Jackson Phil actually. Hit, so See, this is why I didn't p- pick
0: in. this one because I felt like it got answered pretty yeah. well. And
2: yeah, I was I was literally just going to read off his tweet. I just pulled it up. <laughs> so I'm out.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I i take I take a few, you know, I i i have a few changes to it. Now I'll get that. But he says Jackson Phil says Lamar Jackson will be Miller High Life. He says that Tom Brady would be Sam Adams seasonal. Yeah, too easy. Uh, ben Roethlisberger <laughs> would be fat tire. And while I do appreciate the uh, almost like <laughs> innuendo there, um, I don't see Ben Roethlisberger being a craft beer of any kind of guy. Like he is straight up Iron City. Like that dude is drinking an Icy Light or an Iron City. Definitely not Icy Light. He doesn't drink anything light. Doesn't look like that anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I would say that for uh, yeah for, for Ben Roethlisberger he's drinking something much more trashy than Fat Tire. Uh, Odul's non-alcoholic. See, so clearly Jackson Phil went all beer here. I don't. I think Lamar Jackson is like really fine cognac. Okay, that's how I would answer this. Not like Hennessy VS either. Like we're talking VSOP or better. Not even VSOP. We're talking like Hennessy Richard. That's uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, cause he's just got fucking swag and style and yeah, substance, um, all day. Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, like that's the easiest one to answer. I saw somebody answered here and said Cosmo. I'm like, no, Tom Brady is like the finest fucking cab, most expensive California Cabernet you can think of. Yep. Like that's just too easy. Yep. Like he is. And cause he's from California, uh, supermodel wife. He screams fucking pretentious Cabernet all day long, yep. um, and he tells you all about how expensive his Cabernet is. he like bi- he's, kind of he's, he's picked the grapes too before. Oh yeah! Oh, he's fucking yeah. He's, he's, he's he he smashed them with his smashed them with all his feet. Shit, yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Which you know, spoiler. How how much do you think? Sidebar, I should say. How much do you think you could get for the grapes that Tom Brady stomped with his feet? <laughs> Like, from some <laughs> fucking Patriots <fan. laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, about to put it out on Craigslist pay, right now. I know. Put that shit on eBay and somebody would pay a pretty price. I guarantee you. At least somebody, <laughs> maybe somebody with a foot fetish. Um, okay. And then uh, we already said Ben Roethlisberger is some sort of trashy beer. Like, that's easy. Um, I think Nick Foles, I did see somebody answer. See, This is a good sign of a, of a, of a solid jack bag question is, when people are going through and they're answering it themselves already. <laughs> yeah. and, and Pat had like five responses to this. And, and and I saw somebody said, Nick Foles couldn't be the O'Doul's non-alcoholic. He's got to be the sacrament wine at church. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I said, That's so fucking good. Oh my God. And uh, so then the final one is Gardner Minshew. So, so Paps Blue Ribbon. Um... You know, I almost think Gardner, like, the easy thing to say is, like, oh, he's Natty Light, he's Pat's Blue Ribbon. But I, I, I think he's got, like, just a little bit of, like, refinement to him. <laughs> so I almost think he, he'd be some sort of, like, like less known. You know, he'd be, like, the next hipster beer that the hipsters don't even know that they're about to start drinking. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> what I feel like with, with – so whatever that is. Um, yeah, or, like, some some
0: type of, like, small batch, like – Craft liquor or something. Minshu, something- exactly. Minshu hypes wall. his
2: Minshu hypes it up to his boys that he's got an exotic beer and shows up with Foster's, like, <laughs> like <laughs> down under. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, a couple more here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> made by Tim made an appearance a little while later, too. So I don't think you saw this one because it was after you pulled. But he said, When the Jaguars tweeted foals' speed ahead, a pun on a nautical term, full speed ahead, commonly used by a boat's captain, did they summon a curse of the legendary boat and doom foals to become a Bortles level QB? <laughs> Honestly, we don't need to
2: answer that. You reading that is always. <laughs>
1: That's, all. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I think you guys missed a few of these. That's late- amazing. I definitely yeah. missed that. They're, pre- <laughs> they're pretty fucking solid. Uh, so rather than answer this one, can we just talk really quickly about the whole Foles speed ahead thing? Like, what the fuck? It was miserable, bro. Uh, that was I, – like, I thought we were going to win before I saw that tweet. I th- Well, here. I thought we were going to win – before I saw Wale fucking wake up on Sunday morning and be like, "Oh, we got this one in the bag," and I'm like, oh there it goes, right. Thanks, Wale!" <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to you, Wale. Um, for you know, in fairness, I'm I'm giving him shit here, but at the same time, I feel like he prepared me a little bit because when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, well, okay." You know, and the wife we're sitting there watching the game at the bar, and the wife's like, gosh, I thought this, you know, today was gonna be different, like than this. I was expecting us to play better and yeah, and I'm like, babe, wale already fucking juices it like you know? <laughs> I'm chilling, like I saw this coming, so shout out to 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 the MC. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so this is from uh, Jesse Bibby at Jesse Bibby on Twitter. He said, "Hey guys, first time, long time, and a friend of the pod. So I, I feel like when you address us like that, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask a question. So my question is: If a cheetah ran at full speed, would it run faster than you would fire Todd Washington to the sun?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be no, because full speed is very slow, <laughs> and I would fire Todd Washington to the sun very fast."
2: Dude, it's so funny we talk about like, oh, we're so lucky we get to play a statue quarterback this week. And now that's what we got. (laughs) Life comes at you fast, dude.
1: It comes at you real fast. Uh, I, I will say this about the whole full speed ahead thing. That frustrated me because I feel like the organization just has been a little bit tone deaf. And I don't know if it's just like coming from up above where it's like, Hey, we got to build excitement around Nick Foles. Cause that's like the, the big thing we did in the off season, but fans by and large, I would say maybe 25% of the fan base was kind of excited and really fired up about Nick Foles. Everybody else was kind of like, Oh, we'll wait and see what happens. You know? I mean, are we getting Nick Foles from Kansas city and LA and, you know, or are we getting Nick Foles uh, on the Super Bowl run and, so but it feels like they've just tried so hard, like almost like they've been sitting back on some of these things. They're like, oh well he folds back in. Go, go use the fold shit while we can. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like we were. We're like, hey, we got like we got like twenty-five more big Nick energy shirts. Like we gotta go sell these. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it just fe- it just felt really forced. And, and there's a lot of awesome people that work kind of in the digital side and, and handle the social media down there, and they know that I love them. Not trying to be like hypercritical, but fuck man. I read that full speed ahead thing and I was like, I hope this is a joke. Like I hope it's a joke. Because if it's a joke, then I'm like, Oh, good joke. That's funny. I'm laughing. (laughs) But if it was like serious, (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck,
0: man? It would have been a it would have been a funny joke if they had tweeted it at like three thirty. You <laughs> oh, no, fucking said what the fuck?
1: That would have been devastating. Are you fucking kidding me? I would have been laughing my oh ass off. I would have died. That would have been amazing. I would have been hyped for the Titans game. Clown ah. me more. <laughs> <laughs> Can can I ask the one from BCB Couch, or did you purposely uh, avoid that one? Yeah, I
0: mean, you do what you do. This is your podcast, too, my guy.
1: Okay, (laughs) all right. Um, He said, This is from BCB Couch on Twitter. He said, Since Jesus healed Jalen back into a Pro Bowl quarter (laughs) after two weeks, and he healed foals into a human jugs machine after two months, (laughs) do you think foals should sin more? (laughs) I'm
0: just going to answer the question by saying. Yeah, probably. The proof is in the
1: pudding. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, we can't do Jimbo. We love you, pal. Um, you are still the first inductee in the history of the pod um, into the Jag Bag Hall of Fame. Bro. <laughs> but uh, we can't answer that one. <laughs> We cannot answer that one, Jimbo. Um, Did you see my response But I do want to give a a shout-out to Jimbo for coming up with the first. Jesus Christ. With the the first. I want to give Jimbo a shout-out. Shout-out to Nick Foles. I fucking love Jimbo. As as our Hall of Fame uh, jag bag person, um, I, like, you were the first person to give us a question that legitimately made us feel uncomfortable. And that's hard to do. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, there's just, okay, yeah. Most of the time I look at them and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's kind of dumb. I don't know if you want to answer that. Then I'll look at him and be like, oh, that's that's really fucked up. We're definitely <laughs> into in that one. But I looked at this one, and I was like, uh, I am yeah, personally offended. One, fucking yeah. hole. Much like the Jaguars, you um, made
2: us uncomfortable. Thank you.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, fit right in. Um, oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we should just uh, we we'll call it for an evening there, gentlemen. Let's call it a um, podcast, my boys. Let's call it a fucking pod. Let's uh, let we Dillard didn't do go it. to Mary. Sleep. Fuck, kill on this one, but uh, we'll let we'll, we'll we'll save that for next time. <laughs> we did receive one. Fucking stuff. killing. <laughs> yeah, that one was easy, yeah. dude. Okay. Um, how many? Let's end it with this before we 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 do our normal sign off. Um, how many yards does Derrick Henry zone, own? Uh, the pride of Yuli, Florida. How many yards does Derrick Henry run for this weekend? Three hundred and
0: seventeen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa! Oh my god! I'm going okay. uh 189. Wow. Okay, John. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, if this is The Price Is Right, I'm gonna go much lower than you guys. 42. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with seven yards, oh, no. Alex. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say uh, that we hold him. To a modest, like a buck twenty-five. <laughs> yes, I would <laughs> consider that a win. And, that, and that's a fucking win. Nick Foles will tell us all to go home, and look our wives and our, and, you know, and our children in the eye, and, and be proud of what we put out into the universe today. I feel <laughs> like that's uh, so. I, I feel good about it. Absolutely. About it. Okay, Absolutely. fellas. All right, boys. Well, I, I love you, JB. Love you, JB. Love you, JB. Love you, JB.
2: Now, your boy, you he heard back again. DJ Manny,
0: fresh, 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 fresh,
2: fresh, 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 fresh,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, what you have here is Boss, courtesy of the young man, Young Carter, and the great man, Manny Fresh. So, what I want y'all out there to do for me is say this, say, Coke DJ, uh, that's my DJ. Say, Coke DJ, cause that's my DJ. Say, Coke
1: DJ, cause that's my, that my DJ. So, Coke DJ, cause that's my DJ. So Nigger under the sun. I come from under the Tommy, in the Tommy. You come from under your garment, your chest and your arm here. Pow one to the head. Now you know he did. Now you know I play like a pro in the game. Nah, better yet, a better in the Hall of Fame. I got that medicine, I'm better than all the names. A is cash money records, main lawless game. Put some water on a track, fresh for all this flame. Wear a helmet when you bang it, man, and guard your brain. Cause the flow is. Damn.